and welcome to episode one of Grow Like a Pro, the podcast where we provide you and your business with tips, tools, and techniques to help you grow like a pro. I'm one of your hosts, Adam Bankhurst, and I'm here with the illustrious, wonderful, amazing Jason Flagel. Hello, world. Thank you so much, Adam, for that uh, wonderful introduction. What can I say? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. We're, we're actually doing this thing, Jason. We've been talking about it for uh, yeah, four score and seven years, I think, is oh, yeah. about how long we've been doing it. But um, Yeah, it has been a uh, Gettysburg address, that's for sure. <laughs> it really has. So why don't you tell the lovely <laughs> listeners out there what, what we're hoping to accomplish with Grow Like a Pro? Yeah, I mean, one of the biggest things, I guess, the takeaways that we want people to get is we're going to be sharing uh, stories from awesome guests, you know, in the community in Columbus and then all across the world. Um, You know, they're leaders in their particular areas, but through uh, sharing their story, we're going to get out the... um, I guess the the tips, tools, and techniques, you know, it's the... Because they've been there. Yeah, they've been in those situations where through their experiences, they've learned how to grow like a pro themselves. So now they're in that position where, you know, they're able to share those, that, that same kind of information to help other people. So... I think that's the biggest thing, but I mean, more than that, you know, it's really fun. We have, <laughs> we have a lot of fun uh, recording, you know, talking uh, with some of these awesome people from across the world. So, you know, and every person's story is different. So yeah. I think that's one of my main reasons of um, love, loving this kind of work is because you learn something from everyone and everyone's different. So Definitely. And, you know, the Grow Like a Pro 2, it's not just going to be interviews. We, we want it to be kind of a conversation with ourselves and the audience and you. Mm-hmm. We want you to be a part of the show because we're going to have, a you know, Grow Like a Pro book clubs where we tell you the best books to read. We'll read them, talk about the lessons from it, talk about news that's happening and how it relates to certain businesses and their history. Talk about, you know, off topic things, you know, Mm -hmm. once the next Avengers movie comes out, I'm going to spend maybe three or four podcasts talking about it. So (laughs) it's, it's, we're, we're hoping to just have a broad range of topics and things to get you excited and get you thinking and really opening your mind to ways that you can really grow yourself and reach the dreams and goals that you strive for. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I, I mean, some of the guests that we've got, you know, they're not just from business backgrounds. Right. They're from so many different other, I guess, off area, you know, different walks of life. Yeah. I think that are going to be, you know, it's, uh, and we have people from investment firms, from game development studios, yeah. from, I mean, social media platforms. I mean, it's, it's going to be a little bit of everything because there's very valuable lessons, especially in things that you may not even, you don't have comfort with, or aren't familiar mm-hmm. with, but, it's important to learn from stuff and learn all the world has to offer. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. So what is our first week? Who are we talking to first? I know we're going to kind of cut to this interview pretty shortly, but you um, kind of set this meeting up with this wonderful gentleman. And why don't you just kind of give a little preamble about what we're going to look forward to? Yeah. So uh, the first episode we've got is with uh, Dershan Vyas. He's the one of the co-founders of Loud Capital, which is... Um, basically they provide venture capital to startups uh, in the Columbus, Ohio area. Uh, but yeah, Dershin's story is truly incredible. I mean, he was, (laughs) he was planning on going to, you know, medical school, because um, that's what his family was pressuring him into doing. Um, oh, that family. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was, yeah, it's like so much how life happens. You know, it's kind of oh, yeah. zigzagging back and forth. And, you know, he's been, I think, blessed to have an opportunity to, you know, start as his own startup and then sell it uh, for a good amount of money. And then now he's in a position where, you know, he wants to invest time 
um, finances, you know, the ability to mentor young startup entrepreneurs. Uh, but basically, you know, his goal is to uh, kind of uh, positively impact the Columbus, Ohio area in, in terms of uh, empowering startups for success. So, yeah, Dershon's story is truly incredible. And I'm, I know that I've enjoyed it. I know you enjoyed it. Oh, it was a great it, conversation. It really was. Um, so, yeah, I'm was so awesome. excited awesome to guest. You know, share it with all of you guys for sure. Yeah, and we're really excited to, you know, jump into this interview before for any further ado. But we do want to say that we want you to be a part of the show. We want you to come on the show. I mean, if you have a great story, if you have a business, if you have some great success stories and tips that you'd like to share with the community, or you just want to say hi and ask questions for our future guests, please send any and all comments, questions, whatever, to podcast at growlikeaproshow.com. It rhymes quite nice, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and Grow yeah, like a pro show. Yeah, and we really want you to be a part of the show and... Let's let's help make this thing together and turn it into something that can really do some good in this world that's mm. marred with some real craziness right now. Yeah. That may be another topic for another show. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> but yeah, before uh, you get tired of our voices anymore, let's kick it <laughs> to the wonderful Dershin. <laughs> Hello everyone, we're here with Dershin Vias of Loud Capital. And Dershin, we're so happy to have you on the show today. Thank you for having me. Um, I'm very excited to uh, share our story and um, you know answer any questions that you know you think your listeners would be interested in. That's yeah, awesome. it's, it's really our pleasure to have mm-hmm. you here. It's I know we've been talking about doing this for a while, so it's nice to finally have you in the <laughs> office and yes, get this conversation going. So, you know, before we kind of get started, what, like, tell us a little bit about yourself. What's something that you think the world would love to know about Dershin? Um, I'm a very passionate person. Uh, I'm not an expert at one thing. I'm kind mm-hmm. of a <laughs> jack of all trades, yeah. you know, as, mm-hmm. as from the bio, you know, I, I'm really great at solving problems by just, mm-hmm. you know, identifying resources that would, you know, solve that problem. And so my first venture, um, healthcare IT, I mm-hmm. had no IT experience, but I was able to create a successful venture out of that. And, you know, same thing with venture capital, you know, mm-hmm. never knew I would ever be in this space, but, yeah. Yeah. you know, it kind of worked out. So, um, well, yeah, that's I'm how just a, uh, life works too, <laughs> is we end up in the, you know, it's kind of staggered. We end up in different areas. So. Yeah. So when I, uh, when I'm passionate about something, I, I tend to solve problems. Yeah. That's a, it's actually funny you said that because I actually, so I went to Ohio state I went to Fisher college of business and got a marketing degree in business, all that stuff. So I went out into you know the world and thought I was going to be all doing marketing and stuff. And it's funny you said IT because I actually became an IT manager. <laughs> and I, I never had any formal training, but I helped my grandpa and right. I, like my friends. <laughs> I I always loved technology, and I saw a need in a company where they had their IT company was basically or their IT service was basically a storage closet. Right. <laughs> so yeah. you just kind of find those needs yep. and you fill. And I just I loved it. I fell in love with it, and now I've kind of moved on from that. But it's it's just interesting that it's always cool to hear you say that because yeah, it's. You have to just keep an open mind. You don't want to have be on that set path. So it's mm-hmm. it's cool you have that that story behind you. Yeah, yeah my nice uh, father was a pharmacist, and um, I grew up thinking that I was going to be a doctor. Oh yeah. And so mm-hmm. I, I went to the Ohio State University. Oh, nice. uh, Pre med, yep. yep. and then I was, you know, realized you know okay, I'm more, uh, you know, interested in business. Yeah. You know? Right. Uh, and actually, I, I'm an artist. I, I like drawing. Nice. So, oh, that's cool. Um, I, I thought I'd get into like advertising or something. Yeah, there you <laughs> go. <laughs> that's awesome. And um, so I 
ultimately graduated with three degrees of marketing, logistics, and um, operations management, and you know, ended up working for National City Bank right after college. Gotcha. And um, now it's PNC, but um, yeah, yeah. I was managing a uh, you know uh, several different departments there, and day one I, I knew that corporate life wasn't for me, even though I was. Uh, went through college thinking, okay, I'm going to uh, help transition uh, my um, goals and, you know, what, what I'm passionate about. And, you know, that's why I got into this whole space. Yeah. That's all. Well, how did you go from, like, making that that huge push of being pre-med to getting that awesome position with that, that bank? Like, mm-hmm. how did you end up getting that connection and, you know, getting involved in doing that work? So, uh, right after college, uh, quite honestly, I, <laughs> uh, I, I struggled to actually find a job and, mm-hmm. you know, I, I applied to at 40 different places and, you know, it was hard. Uh, I graduated in 2002. So, mm-hmm. uh, at, at that time, you know, not a lot of places were hiring, um, and I, I, my GPA was, um, you know, amazing. I graduated with honors, you know, all that great mm-hmm. stuff. So I, I was your, you know, um, classic textbook, you know, good student. But, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I didn't have, I, I guess, experience to um, really get the job that I wanted. So I um, not settled. You know, I was excited for the National City um offer and it was also local so i didn't have to you know transfer but um it, i i imagined it being a different experience so the first day when i started working there um the you know the uh, vibe that i got was just uh very different from what i en- envisioned you know corporate life to be i right. thought corporate life would be okay you know share ideas and you know try to make um the place a better workplace, but everyone has their agendas in a corporate mm-hmm. setting, right? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Say that again. So, yes, um, to answer your question, how do I transition from that to business? Mm-hmm. Uh, I was learning Six Sigma at the mm-hmm. time, um, and I was managing a second and third shift department at the bank, and so I had my daytimes free, and I was just interested in you know how to improve processes at the mm-hmm. time. Once again, going back to that problem solving. Yeah, yeah. And a couple, uh, one of my family friends, he owned a hospital, mm-hmm. um, you know, here in Ohio, uh, in uh, Upper Ohio, um, uh, Marion, mm-hmm. and yeah. uh, I had the opportunity to consult and um, you know start shifting things around and trying to solve problems. So we uh, started. Um, outsourcing some of that work, you know, that uh, IT work that could have been outsourced. And um, also medical transcription was a big, you know, cost factor for them as well. So, you know, we've turned around, you know, uh, three we- three weeks of work down to 24 hours and wow. saved them about 70%, you Man. know, in their costs. So immediately, you know, uh, my business grew that first year, mm-hmm. never really went through the struggles of a startup, you mm-hmm. know, and I was able to leave, uh, my job because mm-hmm. the business was going so well. And out later on, I'll transition into how my experience as an entrepreneur completely was not <laughs> what is the actual truth. <laughs> <You know? laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> and so that's kind of what, you know, um, got me really 
motivated to get into the venture space because yeah. for me it was easy, but for a lot of entrepreneurs, it's not easy. Right. And mm-hmm. uh, I, I never had to raise capital. I never went through the whole startup grind, mm-hmm. but, um, you know, my goal is to be able to give my experiences back to the community and help mm-hmm. educate, you know, entrepreneurs on, you know, the right decisions to make or at, at least give them some guidance. Yeah, that's awesome. So how, like, what ended up, what ended up happening with that company? Oh, um, uh, long story short, uh, <laughs> um, I, I, I also I'm not claiming to be a perfect entrepreneur, so mm-hmm. I, I, I Wait, made really? a good we, should, we should probably stop the show. <laughs> <then>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, no, um, business went well. I grew that to about 250 employees. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. Great. That's awesome. Uh, you know, business was really, you know, booming in uh, 2008-2010 is when the um, healthcare industry kind of shifted mm-hmm. to uh, more, um, they call it meaningful use. So everything needed to be uh, di- digital, you know, mm-hmm. for healthcare. So being young and, you know, having a successful company, I was also very, um, you know, I don't, I don't know how to say it, but, um, uh, I, I wasn't thinking two steps ahead. I was just, mm-hmm. a, I was living in the moment mm-hmm. <laughs> and that, that was my, that was my mistake, I mm-hmm. guess, as an entrepreneur. So I, I had the offer, uh, to exit, you know, in 2010, mm-hmm. um, which I declined. Um, mm-hmm. and one, uh, one of the reasons why I declined was, uh, you know, we did have a team in India mm-hmm. that, you know, was fully, you know, living off of this business. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if I would have sold, then that office would have been completely shut down. Yeah. So how many that, people were over there? Uh, uh, two, oh, the whole, oh, the whole, yeah, oh, okay. 250, gotcha, gotcha. yeah mm-hmm. in India. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, so with that being said, uh, right after I declined, the business, you know, took a 40% hit, you know, right mm-hmm. after, from 2010 to 2011. And then, um, so I spun off a second software company, um, uh, to support my clients, mm-hmm. um, you know, and then that actually grew and that was successful. But then at the, you know, by 2012, I got a letter, uh, notice from Ohio health, which is our largest, um, healthcare mm-hmm. network saying, you know, we're buying up your clients and, you know, you only have two options. <laughs> 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 so I, I walked away with something, but mm-hmm. you know, it's, you know, I, I learned a lot from that whole experience mm-hmm. and, you know, uh, you know, and it's now I feel like my job to kind of, uh, you know, give it back to the community. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. So, I mean, how did you go from, you know, eventually selling your company to Ohio health? Um, to now working at Loud Capital, what are some of the experiences that you had in between? You know, going from those two experiences. So knowing that um, Ohio Health was acquiring my clients, and you know, uh, wanting to replace their services with my services, I kind of went into uh, panic mode a little bit. Um, you know, I didn't know what the next steps were. I had never understood uh, venture. I never. Um, you know, as I mentioned, I never experienced a whole startup, um, mm-hmm. experience. So when I started investing in other companies thinking, oh my God, this is a great idea. Mm-hmm. This is going to be a billion dollar company, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and so I started investing in lots of startups. That's where I learned my most valuable lesson, um, especially as an investor, um, is that, you know, I- ideas can pivot. 
you know, mm-hmm. it's the jockey who you want to bet on, mm-hmm. you know. So I, I lost money from my earlier investors, but now I know that, you know, I always want to invest in the entrepreneur and the business model, you know, that can always be molded. Yep. Yep. That's right. Yep. So through this, through this whole adventure and this journey, I mean, it sounds like you've had a pretty fantastic, <laughs> I don't know, just a very living the life kind of thing right. where you, you always hear about book smart, street smart, like mm-hmm. you got a little bit of both. You experienced right. the successes and kind of the tough decisions. And, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of it, a lot of people sometimes have that mentor, that guidance person. Did you have anyone in your life that was kind of that, maybe that person that you looked up to that kind of helped you through some of these decisions or helped you become the person you are today? No, absolutely. I, I have a um, couple of my uncles and the, um, one of my uncles, he helped me with the whole business as mm-hmm. far as, um, you know, helping me get started, especially while I was at the bank. Mm-hmm. Um, and how long were you at the bank for? Three years. Three years? Three gotcha. years. And then then my um, other uncle, who's kind of my mentor, he's the one who owned the hospital. So, I mean, the consulting with his hospital was mm-hmm. a shoe-in, mm-hmm. but as soon as he told the other hospitals that, you know, not even... You know, you should just meet with this guy. He basically told him to sign up for the service. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> so Can't beat that. I, I yeah. have to attribute my success, you know, to uh, both of them mm-hmm. for sure. Um, so, Dershan, you know, you've obviously gone through uh, some amazing experiences building your own business. Um, you know, you regularly do that now at Loud Capital, working with startups, helping them grow. Um, but I want to know, and I'm sure our listeners want to know too. Uh, how do you build a great company culture? Um, how do you find the right people? And then how do you build a team that you can trust, you know, in the, in terms of a startup or a, even a small business? Right. I, I firmly believe in networking. Try to meet as many people as you can, mm-hmm. you know, identify what their strengths and weaknesses are and things like that. Um, you know, whoever thinks that they can do it themselves mm-hmm. is, is going to fail, yeah. in my opinion. Uh, agree 100%. You, yeah. you need a team and you want to I my philosophy is I want to be the dumbest person in the room. You know? <laughs> That's great. <laughs> yeah, like so that. keeps um, you humble too. Yeah. yeah. And so I, I you know a lot of my success is due to um you know having strategic team members mm-hmm. that have you know strengths in some areas and but everything should complement each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and a lot of this um a lot of these lessons that you've learned it you know the the saying hindsight's twenty twenty. A lot right. of these is there is there any is there that one moment that you look back on that maybe you thought you know what if I had a little more information I would have loved to do different or maybe as even put it simply what could you attribute to your greatest failure something right. that you look back and you know it it was a failure but as I say sometimes failures lead to the greatest successes because right. it's mm-hmm. important so I'm curious to hear your story or any thoughts about that yeah no, absolutely so. You know, and I, I think this is a problem that happens not only with, you know, small businesses, but even corporations, you mm-hmm. know, large corporations. They fail to look ahead to see where the industry is shifting. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, they have, um, you know, people who fail to do that have this ego that, you know, I can't be destroyed. Mm-hmm. You know, and if you look at, you know, um, AOL, you oh, know, yeah. some of these <laughs> yeah. largest, yeah. you know, companies you know they're obsolete now correct so um you and same with my business you know i had the i I kind of knew that healthcare was shifting 
you know, towards this new, um, uh, you know, industry, I guess, mm-hmm. with uh, meaningful use and things like that. But I, I was too busy enjoying the moment. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so I, 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 I wasn't innovative. I, I didn't look ahead. You know, I, I didn't reinvest, you know, into mm-hmm. my business. And, you know, so that was my biggest uh, failure is not acknowledging the changes that are happening in the industry. Mm-hmm. And once again, uh, it happens, you know, all over. So I just encourage everyone to kind of, you might be working on a product now, but where do you see your product or service, you know, five years from now? How do you keep innovating? How do you keep, you know, staying ahead of the curve? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, because if you try to, you know, just shoot for the trends that are happening now, by the time you develop it, they're way past you. Yeah. I, mean, it's, I always, yeah, you know, I always true. love the story, go back to how the founders of Netflix had that meeting with Blockbuster yeah. about yeah. their service and Blockbuster was like, ha, 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 yeah. we're too big, anything. And then now there's what, I, I think last we heard there was one Blockbuster left in Idaho or something. And, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, oh, it's yeah, a relic is. of the past. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And that's what's so exciting about what I do is I, I get to see a lot of great, ideas and I, I get to see the trends that are happening and you know then I, I do get a lot of pitches of people you know pitching me ideas that were probably relevant five years ago you know mm-hmm. trying to create a new Facebook oh yeah of course, <laughs> of course. <laughs> yeah. so I, you know w- once again I encourage you know how, how do you stay ahead and you know that's what differentiates banking and venture you know banking always wants to see what's you know Ten years, you know, yeah. track record mm-hmm. that you have, yeah. and you know, people. That's why you know, early stage companies have a hard time getting funding, is because they're not bankable, mm-hmm. and that's where you know we take a lot of pride in is mm-hmm. being able to fund those great ideas. Um, and we have a lot of great companies in our portfolio that just are very forward thinking, yeah. and yeah. you know, um, and we're happy that you know we're trying to see where that hockey puck is going versus you know what's happening now yeah it's, it's just it's very interesting because a lot of a lot of the times it's it's kind of a thing with you know apple's always the at least in the past two have been really great with this where mm-hmm. it's not so much as what the consumers as much as what the consumers want right. it's what the consumers didn't even know they wanted yep, exactly. yeah exactly it's that yeah. idea that it's mm-hmm. it's so common it's so how did we not think of this before? Right. Yeah. Well, it's those I mean, ideas it's, that what, just what take it? off. It's like, I, I think Steve Jobs did say if Henry Ford asked people what they wanted, he would have said uh, the customers would have said faster horses. So, <laughs> right. Yeah, there you, know, you go. Exactly. It's, it's that balance yeah. between. Because, you know, it's, it's easy to kind of continue the trends. It's easy to look at what's successful and be like, how can we just improve on this? Like that 1% make it a little better. But yeah. it's those true visionaries and people that have these ideas that look beyond that. It's just right. it's something that, especially in your space, it must be super exciting to see those people on the forefront of all that stuff yeah, yeah I, I can't reveal too much information because we're still under stealth mode with this one particular project yeah. but mm-hmm. um, i will say this entrepreneur came up to us with a you know uh, on a you know with an idea on a napkin mm-hmm. um, now the company's super successful but yeah at that moment obviously there's no financials there's no you know there's nothing <laughs> it's yeah. just a yeah. concept yeah. Right? right right and we typically don't invest in just an idea we like to have a company that has some at least something that's marketable because mm-hmm. that's where our name comes from we're you know active and loud mm-hmm. instead of silent investors so we try to help grow the businesses but in this one mm-hmm. particular situation we had no experience i mean we're adding a lot of value now but we had no experience in that industry um, it was just a concept and but it was the entrepreneur you know the passion that he had about explaining his story about mm-hmm. you know explaining the vision 
you know, it w- is what enabled us to really write that first check. And now mm-hmm. he has a successful prototype, which, you know, we're going to be launching in January. So stay tuned. Oh, that's exciting. <laughs> we'll definitely have to have you back for that yeah. one. <laughs> oh, yeah. For yeah. Sure. That's awesome. So, um, uh, yeah. It, so, Dershan, I'd love to know, um, you know, you just mentioned one of your secret projects going on, which I know Adam and I are excited to hear more <laughs> yeah. about. I'm sure the listeners are, too. Um, but I, you know, one of the things I was wondering about um, that I'd love to ask you about uh, is what what keeps you busy on a, d- a day-to-day basis? Like, what's your day-to-day look like? Um, you know, at, at Loud Capital, you kind of mentioned what it's like working with some of these entrepreneurs and businesses. Uh, but you know, what's a typical day look like for Dershan? So uh, my day is mixed with uh, ma- probably three big segments. <laughs> mm-hmm fundraising <laughs> where you know we're only three years old we launched september 15th uh um uh, two th- uh september 15th 2015 so we've made a lot of great progress you know yeah, over yeah. the last three years yeah and so you know we're really uh busy spending time educating you know uh investors mm-hmm. you know the value of uh you know venture capital and what can what it can do to the local ecosystem and then we also um, help solve problems with, you know, portfolio companies. So, mm-hmm. you know, we'll follow up, you know, uh, with companies and talk about what their challenges are, how we can be helpful. And then we're talking new companies. Mm-hmm. So I, I see at least 100 deals a month, mm-hmm. uh, which is That's amazing. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. But it's also sad because, you know, there could be 100 louds or, you know, in, in you know, Columbus, uh, but you know, it still doesn't support the uh, resources that are required to support these entrepreneurs. And a lot of these entrepreneurs, you know, they're really passionate, mm-hmm. and but they don't have a great idea. And yeah. we want to su- try to support them, but it just d- doesn't really fit, you know, our investment, you know, the mm-hmm. yeah, box. Definitely. So if we had more resources, you know, we'd love, you know, my goal would be to really create like an accelerator mm-hmm. to help those entrepreneurs get to a point where, you know, they can be investment ready mm-hmm. or, you know, align them with a project that, you know, they can, you know, take off with. Yeah, so, uh, but unfortunately, you know, we have limited resources and, yeah, of course. you know, so, you know, time is uh, very precious at this moment. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it always is. And you know, that it brings up an interesting point. So let's say that the, we have a listener here who's, wants to be an entrepreneur who may have an idea that he thinks great, may not have that idea yet, but know that he wants to do something in this space. What is some things you would say to him? I mean, if you boil it down like a checklist of sorts, what what is what are Dershin, Dershin and Loud Capital looking for when someone comes and pitches you an idea? What what do you what do you kind of say to these people to to have Loud Capital take them seriously? So, first of all, you always need a deck. You know, some kind of um marketing deck or investment deck if people come to me and say hey i just want five minutes of your time you know and i just want to pitch you this idea i first thing i ask them is you know can you send me a uh, investment deck that's kind of a test just to see if they've you know valued their you know um business uh, enough where they can spend time to at least create that mm-hmm. you know if an entrepreneur has an investment deck then that means that they really take their at least their business seriously. Yeah. So if um, they don't have an investment deck and they just want to pitch their idea thinking they're going to get an investment, then 
it, it's probably zero percent chance that you know I will because like I said, time is very limited. Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, I just don't have time to go back and forth. Mm-hmm. So um, if they can't provide that, then you know that's usually like a no go. So I always encourage people create an investment deck. It doesn't have to be great or whatever, but just at least invest time in putting into it. Mm-hmm. My second recommendation is at least save some money and invest in your business. Yeah. Yeah. That goes a long way, you know, for investors that you at least have some skin in the game. You know, people sometimes say, well, my time is, (laughs) you know, my investment. But, (laughs) yeah. you know, at, we know at that time you have plenty of time. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> and right. so, you know, sweat. You know, you can put that on the balance sheet. You know, sweat equity, oh, but course. also, you know, have some kind of monetary contribution. the The best way, you know, in the uh, life cycle of a business, you know, friend, you know, your fir- personal investment should always be the first investment, then friends and family round. Yep. And then that should get you to at least a MVP, you know, mm-hmm. some kind of proof of concept. Mm-hmm. That's where you would come to a group like ours, um, where we would provide a angel investment. Um, and then, you know, we have a network of other VCs that we work with that, you know, once they, you know, get a little bit of traction with our investment, we can help open up doors to larger funding with mm-hmm. other groups. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Um, so, I mean, kind of going along with Adam's question, what are some of the most common challenges uh, or even obstacles that startups and some of the businesses that you're working with are facing? Um, and then how do you how do you help those businesses overcome those challenges? So the two biggest challenges that we see in the um, stages that we are in, that Loud is in with entrepreneurs, mm-hmm. is the early stage. Mm-hmm. So obviously capital um, is a big, you know, is always a challenge. Um, how, how do you grow your business? You know, how do I get clients? What's the strategy? You know, a lot of people have great ideas, but they don't have a strategy. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, the third is how do, how do you keep that entrepreneur still motivated? Once again, that's why our number one focus is investing in that entrepreneur because, you know, we, not in a bad way, uh, but we want an entrepreneur who's going to get kicked in the guts, you know, several times and still, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> get back up. Yeah, definitely. You that's know, right. and that's how I lost my money investments earlier is I didn't invest in that entrepreneur. You know, mm-hmm. as soon as there's a problem, you know, they mm-hmm. they head for the you know, corporate life again. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, so, um, yeah, th- those three things are probably the biggest challenges. You know, this entrepreneurship world, it is not as fancy as everyone thinks it is. Um, you know, they see mm-hmm. stories, you know, on social media and things like that of, you know, people raising, you know, millions of dollars and they automatically think that's applicable for them. Mm-hmm. But that's, um, you know, if, if your chances are slimmer than doing that than, you know, winning a, you know, some kind of lottery ticket or something. <laughs> you know? uh, yeah, we had this conversation uh, the other day. Um, you know, the odds of really making it, you know, in the entrepreneurial world are very slim, right. you know. Yeah. Uh, you know, they say like 95% of businesses fail. and But they fail because people don't have that right mentality going into it, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Yeah. And so our, our job is to kind of, give or help educate entrepreneurs, you know, you're going to 
this is a job that is going to put you through, you know, tough, you know, a tough life and back, you know, um, and are you prepared for it? You know, mm-hmm. it's very emotionally exhausting, mentally exhausting. Um, you know, me being an entrepreneur, you know, having four kids at home and my wife, I love my wife very much. And I'm so happy that, you know, she supports me because, yeah. you know, this is you know, how some marriages fail. Oh, yeah. You, know? mm-hmm. no, you hear that all the time, yep. unfortunately. Yeah. It's, yeah. yeah. Very tough. Yeah. And, um, so- and even to this day, it's still a challenge for me uh, as an entrepreneur. Um, you know, even though Loud Capital is doing extremely well and mm-hmm. things like that, but, you know, the as you continue to grow, there's more and more pressures, you know, yeah. that. Well, you what are, what, Dershon, what are some of the things that you do now that kind of help you maintain that balance with your family and your, your children? And then also, you know, still be leading <laughs> loud capital. Have there been any kind of insights that you found that have worked really well for you? That's a work in process. <laughs> <laughs> Always. Yes. I think all it's a, changing. Yeah. It, 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 to this day, it's still that constant, you know, um, mm-hmm. you know, battle, you know, yeah, with yeah. home life and, you know, business life, mm-hmm. um, which, you know, like I said, my wife is, you know, an amazing person and, uh, you know, she supports me. Mm-hmm. But I, I do realize, you know, there are times where my phone is just, constantly you know we have 30 companies in the portfolio mm-hmm. and with our investment thesis of being involved and being active you mm-hmm. know we kind of gave that green light to let entrepreneurs know hey it's okay to call us oh yeah, <laughs> of course. yeah and right. so you know my phone is um constantly going off mm-hmm. and so right now i'm trying to figure out that balance you know mm-hmm. um you know of just shutting it off Mm-hmm. And, you know, and kind of separating family time and, you know, business. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And I, I think, I mean, it's it's funny when you said that, that it's constantly a struggle. And I think once it's not a struggle, then that might be a problem. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's, right. I, it's good. To, like yeah. you said, you it's everything is, is, as in your business, everything is constantly evolving at a hundred miles per hour. And that's no different than your family and their lives and everything. And it's, yeah. but yeah, it's just, you, that's 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 the struggle of life in a sense is you just got to keep moving yep, and focusing absolutely. on the things that are important yeah and that's why i say you know if you want to be an entrepreneur you know it, it's a it, you have to make a very wise decision because mm-hmm. it's not going to be an easy road right yeah, right yeah. and so I, you mentioned that your the company currently supports about 30 there's 30 companies in Correct. the portfolio are these more local are they like in in the united states or across the world where what is where is loud capital's focus right now uh absolutely so of the 30 companies um 26 are here local Mm -hmm. and we have uh one in new york two in california and one in florida nice do you get to visit them at all are you are you mostly local do you absolutely so uh we've uh in, in the last uh, year and a half, we've opened up an office in Chicago. Oh, great. Uh, so that's your second one, I take it? Yes. Nice, correct. nice. And then we're opening up a third location in Atlanta. Great. Awesome. So, that's yeah. really exciting. Atlanta is a hotbed. Yeah. And then uh, ultimately, uh, since we do a lot of work in L.A., mm-hmm. you know, we want to open up an office there. But cool. that probably won't be until 2019. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. That's so, awesome. So, that, I mean, once again, it's great to obviously see as we look at our past conversation that you're looking forward (laughs) to the future and kind of seeing where these things go. But you also mentioned before that, you know, you only have so much time. You only have so many assets and things that you can focus on where in your ideal world, where do you see loud capital in, let's say the next 10 years? Like what, when you look into the future, Mm -hmm. what is your, what is your vision? What is your dream of where 
you want this to go and what you want it to become? My goal for Loud Capital, and we're slowly getting there, is to be the the partner for any entrepreneur to get them from you know start to finish. Yeah. So my you know we're launching several funds that will help the entrepreneur you know through the different stages of their business. Um, We have some strategic relationships now, which I I can probably announce, uh, you know, uh, in 2019 Mm -hmm. or January. I'll do the same (laughs) announcement for for the (laughs) stealth project. But, um, you know, there's a couple of things that we're working on right now that can help strategically help grow and Mm -hmm. exit a company. So, you know, the the goal is, uh, you know, we we definitely want a a global reach Mm -hmm. and um we you know want to be able to take a company and that business and then you know help commercialize it and mm-hmm. help exit it yeah, yeah so that's the ultimate goal yeah that's so awesome. it, it's a win for everyone the oh, entrepreneurs sure. or shareholders which uh, obviously is also a priority yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um you know for ourselves and how so. big is the team now what do you do you guys have so we have seven uh, all different titles, but we have mm-hmm. seven members right now, gotcha. as, you know, full time. Uh, we also, you know, have uh, advisors that we work with. That mm-hmm. if we're investing in a company that is in in an industry that uh, we don't have too much knowledge in, then we'll uh, bring on a strategic invest uh, advisor right. mm-hmm. to help yeah. navigate that project. Very smart. That's awesome. Yeah, definitely. So, Dershan, I <laughs> checked out you guys' website. Um, there was one thing I wanted. I, I was just curious about, and I know other people would be curious about. Um, I saw that there is a section for loud aerospace. Yes. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I want to know: Can you tell us more about you know what's what what is that all about? What is loud aerospace? What are you guys doing there? A- absolutely. So one of our portfolio companies, they've opened our eyes of what's happening in aerospace. Mm-hmm. It's a I don't know if a lot of people know this, but every 50, 60 years. You know, airplanes have to retire, and we're kind of going through that surge in demand uh, for um, aerospace manufacturing, and also with uh, SpaceX and you know Boeing and uh, the space race and all that stuff, um, and the drones. Yeah. There's this huge surge in um, uh, aerospace manufacturing. Mm-hmm. So our portfolio company, you know, because of this surge in demand, there's an opportunity uh, to um, really get heavily involved in this space if i can flip the model uh the conversation a little bit you know how we you know treat our investors uh is almost kind of like a wealth management group so in order to get money Mm -hmm. into the venture side which is something that we're very passionate about we also have different silos where investors can make a you know quicker return or our oh, investors okay. mm-hmm. i'm not this is not a solicitation to <laughs> any investor i'm talking about our yeah, internal of course, investors of course. Mm-hmm. um so aerospace is loud aerospace is almost kind of like a private equity type fund mm-hmm. where our investors can you know park money mm-hmm. and you know the goal is to buy up these companies that have been around for 50 60 years that are looking to retire and but they don't have the infrastructure re and you know they they don't want to reinvest in their infrastructure to you know um, support the increase in demand mm-hmm. and so on so um, th- that's just a uh, vehicle for us to help our portfolio company buy up you know other 
companies that are looking to get acquired. That's awesome. Yeah, that is, that's it's exciting. It's, yeah, it's, it's really, really cool, cool to see. And like I said, I'm very intrigued by these secret projects and seeing what else <laughs> yeah. will appear on that website in the near future. It's, <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's it really seems like there's a lot of really cool and exciting stuff. And yeah, yeah, very happy for you, and just wish you all the success. And, no, appreciate it. Um, and once again, we know, especially being an entrepreneur, like I mean, work is your life. Obviously, it's it's uh, really you can never really turn it off, as they say. Mm-hmm. But I know you previously you mentioned art and you mentioned kind of things like that. What so what do you what do you like to do when you aren't working? When you can get a break? Is there you like to travel? Do you what type of art do you like to do? What are th- some things that you and your family like to do outside of you know making companies into right. huge successes? <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, so our, our all of our kids are very active in sports, so we always have some kind of you know, sports activity, you mm-hmm. know, after work. So I, I have a st- strict deadline to be home at least by six. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so, um, and with the traffic getting worse, it, you know, now it takes like an hour. So That's I have to crazy. like strategically yeah. oh, time God. when I leave and things like that. So mm-hmm. um, uh, other than business, it's really the kids, you know, their activities. Um, you know, I personally enjoy you know, going to the gym and exercising, but I mm-hmm. haven't been able to do that. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, yeah, so, yeah, I mean, the, the kids, uh, we're happy that the kids are really active and, you know, we enjoy seeing, you know, them doing something that they're passionate about. Yeah. And what, so. what's, so what, and what type of art do you love? Like what is, what's kind of your oh, sketching? Forte? Sketching. Yeah. 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 So yeah, I used to sketch a lot, and w- once again, I've been so busy that yeah. I, I probably haven't picked up a uh, sketch pad in probably over a year now. So nice. <laughs> yeah. Now, do you like to sketch people or like architecture? Like what? Uh, people. Oh, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. So just like real life, you know, drawings and things like that. That's awesome. That's so cool. Yeah. I, I like to call it uh, in the moment sketches. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> that's awesome. that's yeah. So cool. Well, Dershan, you know, Adam and I are so grateful that you took time out of your busy schedule uh, to be, you know, as a guest on our Grow Like a Pro podcast. Uh, You definitely have dropped incredible growth tips for the audience. So we definitely appreciate that. Uh, But, you know, as a final um, question, how can listeners uh, connect with you? Um, you know, what, go to your website, what email, what, what do you recommend? And then what does the uh, future hold for Dershan? Yeah, um, absolutely. So the best way to, you know, if you have a business that you want to present to loud, uh, I highly advise go to the website and apply, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, through the website, you know, we have a process just to streamline everything. So, you know, I rarely answer direct emails, you know, four pitches. So, um, you know, go to the website and, um, apply if, uh, you know, anyone has questions, you know, about me, they can email me at, uh, Dershan, D-A-R-S-H-A-N at loud.vc. And that's the website as well. Loud.vc, correct? Correct. Yes. And so, yeah, I'd be more than happy to try to respond, uh, you know, as best as I can. Gotcha. Awesome. You're active on any social medias or any anything like Facebook that? Facebook is probably um, something that I'm most active uh, on. Um, my partners are very active on you know Instagram, you know Twitter, mm-hmm. you know, all that stuff. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to the Dershan uh, Sketch Instagram account <laughs> coming live. <laughs> That's the <laughs> secret project, yeah. isn't it? We got. You. I, I I had an Instagram <laughs> account and it got hacked, so I oh, had to no. close that. Oh, dude, it's it's crazy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
So, but no, this was, uh, these were great questions and I, I hope it was valuable uh, for your listeners. I, know, I thought we'll it definitely uh, be having you back. For yeah. Sure. We really look forward to it, especially I just, it's just, we appreciate the teases because now the audience has to come back yep. and see the future. <laughs> That's right. Uh, Dershan has been an innovation and venture catalyst for many years. He's a pro when it comes to growth. I hope you guys have been able to hear some awesome growth tips from Dershan. You know, Adam and I are so um, pumped and excited to be able to share this episode with you. Um, you know, he's obviously uh, been grateful enough to share his story, his most effective tips, tools, and techniques to be able to help you grow like a pro as well. So thanks again, Dershan. We definitely want to have you back on the show. Uh, that way we can dive a little bit deeper into these secret projects that you've got going on. You know, we can pull out more insights on being able to help our listeners grow like a pro as well. So thank you so much. <laughs> no, thank I appreciate you so much. it. Thank you very much. And have a great day, everyone. And we'll see you next time. And have a great day. Dershan VS, pretty cool guy. Yeah, he's a very loud guy. <laughs> oh my God. How long have you been waiting to say that? <laughs> the whole show. I was just looking at Jason's face. He was like looking at me with this this grin on his face. Like, I can't wait. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. The first time I met with him at his office, I really just wanted to say that to him. I'm like, Dershan, you're such a loud person. <laughs> oh my God. He probably gets that a lot. That's amazing. Yeah, probably. Uh, but he really is an interesting guy. I'm glad you got him oh, on yeah. there. I mean, I of course, anytime somebody says, I have a secret project, it, he instantly oh, yeah, gets like 20 cool points or something that's like right. that. Yeah. I'm really excited to, to share more about it in the future when we have them back. Yeah, that's the cool thing about having a show is we get to have people back on the show. Yeah, exactly nice. right. Yeah, so... Uh, and I mean, by the time that we have them back, because I know he just they just launched their Chicago office. Oh, so yeah, that's right. A, a new location, so I'm sure he's got a lot more going on that we can update everyone on. Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be cool. It's, it's we were just so honored to have Dershan on there. And Dershan, if you're listening, we just thank you so much. Yeah, definitely. And uh, looking forward to have him and some other guests on there. And we first of all just want to say thank you for listening to episode one of Grow mm-hmm. Like a Pro. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, definitely. Uh, we're re- really excited to bring this to you, and we we hope you can help us shape it into the show everybody wants it to be, and just make it something special. Yeah, absolutely. And um, couldn't agree more. Yeah, and what th- th- that once again, that's one of our main missions and goals with Grow Like a Pro is we want you to be involved. We want we would love to have audience members come on the show and tell their success stories and do all that kind of stuff. And the way to yeah, get I mean, you don't have to be a celebrity. You no. don't have to be any anything that you think you have to have a certain level to be at. We want to hear everyone's story. Yeah, as long as you pay us like five hundred thousand dollars, you can come on the show whenever you want. <laughs> that's right. Wait, that's not true. Please no, don't. We'll, we'll don't gladly. Quote me. We'll gladly take a high five yes exactly <laughs> i think that's fair payment yes oh my gosh but yeah if, if you do want to be a part of the show it's it's super simple just send us an email at hello at grow like a pro.com once again hello h-e-l-l-o at grow like a pro.com you can follow us on twitter instagram facebook all that kind of stuff and the handle there to look for is the grow pro show got a nice ring to it the grow pro show i wish i wish we got grow like a pro but you know what it's kind of a it's not the most unique name in a sense so it was taken mm-hmm. unfortunately but mm-hmm. you know what the grow pro show kind of has a nice little ring to it yeah definitely and uh if you want to follow me on twitter you can feel free to follow at adam bankhurst and how about you jason anywhere you want to plug um yeah i mean if you search for me on twitter you'll i'm probably going to be the one of the only jason flagels on there so yeah j-a-s-o-n and then flagel is flagel like a bagel but that's f-l-e-a-g-l-e oh my god that's awesome but yeah we're uh 
We're looking forward to coming at you live. Well, not live, I guess. <laughs> coming at you pre-recorded every That's week. That's right. With, it's live right now. <laughs> I know. Yeah, there you go. Everything's live. Um, where we'll talk, uh, once again, some weeks we'll have guests on. Some weeks we'll have just Jason and I talking about certain topics that are going on in the world. Yep. Sometimes yep. we'll do book reviews. Sometimes, like I mentioned, we may do a... We'll be back with a new show next week. And... For myself and the wonderful Jason Flagel, we'll see you next time. See you guys.